Hi there, this is Alvin, and welcome to the Kickstart Commerce Podcast, where we share search marketing and domain investing strategies to help grow your business. In today's episode, our guest is none other than Bill Hartzer, a technical SEO consultant and domain name consultant, founder of Hartzer Consulting, and a contributing writer to a number of industry-leading search marketing brands and websites. Today, Bill and I discuss how he got his start in domain investing and development, when, when a brand should or should not consider GTLD usage, a detailed development case study of .cars, .diamonds, and .attorney websites, and last but not least, the biggest threats to the future of domain names as Bill sees it. So with that, Bill, welcome, and thank you for making time to join us today. Thanks, Alvin. Thanks for uh, having me today. Yeah, definitely. And so to give our uh, listeners a bit of uh, context here, so Bill and I, I actually met Bill back in 2017 at the, uh, I believe it was the dnhouston.com meetup, uh, where Bill actually spoke and shared a bit about SEO um, and domains. And so to kick things off, Bill, share with the listeners a bit about yourself, who you are, your professional and personal background. Sure. I get probably, uh, yeah, I've actually come originally from a technical writing background back in the early, I'd say early 90s and kind of transitioned from doing a more webmaster and, and technical duties with websites and so forth. And at the same time, I was learning, you know, coding HTML and so forth and, and also kind of got into creating websites and, and as well as um, doing I'd say the early days of affiliate, you know, affiliate marketing uh, and basically, you know, running banner ads on websites I created and, you know, pitching products and so forth and, and services, you know, and getting money for referrals. That uh, kind of, you know, at that point I, I had owned a few domain names and, and, and websites that uh, kind of transitioned into buying more basically buying more um, domain names and to create more websites. And so the traditionally, I haven't really been, you know, originally in the, in the early 2000s uh, when I kind of got more into buying domain names, I really wasn't buying them as an investment. I would actually, you know, just, I wasn't really buying the domain name to then resell it. I was actually more in a mode of, you know, buying a domain name and, than actually using it and, you know, immediately creating a website. Some of that, you know, activity would be, you know, looking at the former topic of the domain name and kind of figuring out, okay, well, this is, you know, this was a former website on this topic. And so, yeah, and based on the name and so forth, then I would, I would, you know, really just develop the site uh, and, you know, create brand new content, um, you know, for those. Uh, at the same time, so that's kind of how you know going through that whole process from from finding a domain to actually creating you know it's you know maybe installing WordPress or whatever CMS or actually you know hand coding the site and actually going through that process from buying the finding finding the domain buying it and actually then you know creating a site uh, and then with the intention to create enough content to help it rank in the search engines. And so kind of going through that process over and over again really was the way I kind of learned SEO. And so as, as it occurred, you know, I was still back in 
the late 90s still ranking websites to try and get the traffic so that I could get the clicks on ads and so forth. Uh, but that kind of turned into, you know, a in-house position essentially moving from a uh, webmaster and technical, you know, technical webmaster type of of uh, of position, you know, at, that I had kind of moving into taking care of SEO and website traffic for the company because, you know, the marketing folks of the company realized that, you know, we could get traffic and sales and, and, and rank well, you know, for their main keywords. Um, that allowed me to, you know, international company, so allowed me to do the SEO essentially in nine different languages, which I did and and get that kind of experience back in in the early 2000s um in-house at a, at a major telecom company uh and so that that kind of led into my experience moving from um in-house into the agency world you know where i actually worked for you know web design firm and then moved into more you know SEO type of roles um, going through over the years, actually, you know, we're having, having clients and, and, and racking their websites and so forth, as well as uh, then kind of moving up through the chain of, of command, so to speak of, you know, SEO manager, director, you know, ran an agency for a while. Um, then at that point I was kind of, ready to move out and and you know move out and and do kind of my own thing um you know primarily i do concentrate now um past couple of years primarily on technical seo audits of websites um anybody having you know issues with their what their website or traffic as well as as well as uh basically going you know helping helping domains uh, own well domain owners move from one for example one domain name to another uh, domain name migrations and website migrations so it's kind of a combination uh, of, of different services over the years i still have you know maintain a fairly sizable uh, portfolio of domains um, i do have some domains you know that are that are parked now i haven't really you you know use them for a for a project yet but uh the majority of the you know domain names that i own are actually have live websites on them so then i mean so you've seen quite i mean you've had quite the journey then in terms of of really understanding where search has come from and where it's going to yes it's interesting because you know what's happened is is i've seen whereas you know there i've seen the whole kind of the whole uh the whole process you know happened where where search engines were looking at content and looking at on you know on page factors if you will and you know and primarily and then also what is interesting is is then we had google come along and said okay well let's look at links and let's look at how links and uh, on websites are are linking from one website to another one domain name to another you know there's a lot there's a big difference between having links from a lot of domain names or having a lot of links from the same domain name 
So there's a lot of, you know, technical issues like that. Um, and then the same thing with, you know, you know, we'll have, I have found, you know, different um, domain, you know, I've worked with different domain portfolio owners who will have one or two websites and then they will have, you know, in one particular topic, they'll have one or two websites and then they'll have, they'll own all the, you know, a portfolio of domain names in that niche. Uh, you know, whether or not, you know, you need to redirect uh, those, you know, those other domain names and so forth that can, you know, certainly be issues like that. So I've seen a lot of different scenarios, if you'll, you will, over the years. Uh, and, you know, whether it's development and or just uh, parking and so forth. Gotcha. So then, so then in terms of today, so how many domains do you do you own in terms of your, your portfolio? You know, it's basically more um, in the hundreds, not okay. um, haven't gone, you know, really and, and you know, um, over that. Um, gotcha. And it's more, you know, most of them, you said the majority are actually have live websites on them. Uh, so, and, you know, my, I would say over, you know, only probably in the past 10 years or so, I've I've concentrated a little bit more on domain development uh related you know when on on keyword rich domains most of the domains you know I ha i've i've where i've built websites over the years really really wasn't too concerned about the you know the actual domain name itself um you know in and and i realized actually you know if i had Taken the time, you know, I've taken the time to get a key, you know, really pretty, pretty good keyword rich domain and seek those out specifically and then and and do the development that way. Uh, I wasn't really concerned about that, the domain name itself, as far as yeah, so I've I've even though I've owned and and still own a lot of domains or a fair amount of domains that uh, they're not really domain investment quality if you will uh and and would you consider that and so and that's you know that's an interesting point because as you said hey you have a hundred or so domains most of those are developed and then knowing your background in terms of search it, it really makes me you know kind of take a step back to go well obviously it's about content in terms of intent of search and so you you have the chops, if you will, the experience to to actually deliver there. And so I go, it really doesn't matter, you know, if it's a .com, if it's a .net, uh, or even a .dot, uh, you know, one of the newer extensions, because uh, likely is the case, you could probably get almost anything to rank. Is at least kind of basically what I sense. Is that correct? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the, it comes. Yeah, it comes down to it that. It doesn't necessarily have to be a domain name. It, you know, any web page, you know, given the, you know, the 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 proper, you know, content, whether it's, you know, any web, any URL can, you know, can, you know, can rank. I mean, there was a time, I would say, before. I'd have to go back and look at when, you know, there, there is, a, there was an update, basically, there was a Google update where, where it specifically was the exact match domain update. And we call it in the industry, we call it the EMD, you know, the EMD update. And before that EMD update, 
Google actually, and, and you know, I uh, would put Bing and, and Yahoo also in there, but Google specifically was actually giving some extra weight um, to having the exact match domain, you know, dot com. Uh, and basically, when they did that update, um, which was, you know, several years ago. Right. I think like 2012, um, right? I think somewhere. Like I that. think so. I think so. I, I don't. I'd have to, I'd have to Google it or look at my <laughs> notes. Um, you know, the uh, EMD, uh, when that EMD update occurred, basically they, they didn't, they basically, uh, specifically what they did is they, rem you know, they removed the positive points for having an exact match domain name. So if it's, you know, if it's um, dictionary.com, then, you know, previously for the word dictionary, because it's a doc batch domain, they were giving that, you know, extra weight or extra brownie points or, or extra, you know, extra page rank or, or whatever, you know, right. ranking juice or whatever you want to call it. They were giving some extra points to that um, and a boost. Um, but what they did is when they did that update, they, they stopped giving that boost. Um, so now it's, it has been since that has been a level playing field, whether it's a, you know, .com, .net, .org, um, you know, .real estate, .attorney, .cars, or whatever it is. However, when it comes down to it, though, that there are a lot of ranking factors. And so, when you have just inherently, when you have a exact match domain name, when you have a, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, realist, yeah, let's pick, I, I word, use the word dictionary, whether it's, you know, dic you know di uh, dictionary.com, .net, .org, .io, you know, or, or you know, or um, dictionary.cars, what basically it, it, you know, they all have it right at the beginning. They all have the same, they all have the same uh, ability to rank. Right. And, you know, and, and, and that's, you know, they all start fresh. But when we think of branding and we think of names, you know, you think of, you know, if it's dictionary.com, that is a brand and, or it, you know, it's certainly a, it's a, it's a one word domain and, you know, it's, it's whether you know, the owner can, you know, the other can owner can build a website on it and make it a brand, you know, make it a brand, make it a company, make it a, you know, so whenever, what inherently happens once you put a website on it with content, other people are start referring to it and you know and whether you know if you were to if you were to launch and and you get media attention and you get you know or or you get you know you get links or mentions from other websites the way those other websites mention your brand is they typically use those keywords so the same thing with, you know, same thing with, uh, you know, let's look at Walmart, for example, walmart.com. You know, everybody, uh, you know, they're always going to rank for Walmart because everybody refers to Walmart as, you know, that's their website and that's where it's located. 
that's the address is walmart.com. So, you know, when somebody says Walmart and, and they link and they made a link, they make a link. So it, it, it benefits you whether, you know, when you do have a keyword rich domain name and you use it for a website um, that, you know, so what has happened over the years is as we have these keyword rich domains, these, these new endings, um, and let's let, let's think about you know an example um, would be you know a couple of examples home dot loans or they you know vacation dot rentals vacation dot rentals is a good example because it's a fairly you know it, it um, it's a new TLD dot rental right. you know dot rentals um, and and the re, you know the reason why it actually ranks for vacation rentals and certainly this is my opinion but um, it's not because any search engine or, or Google or, you know, it's not, you know, they're not ranking it because of the fact that it just happens to have a, you know, the keywords in the domain, because we know back years ago and in, you know, in this EMD update that that, you know, all that extra stuff was removed um, from the algorithm, you know, the extra, extra bonus or the, or the boost for exact right. map. So we have to look at other things, and the other things are basically is is links and which have a you know have a strong uh, you know the links do have a strong they they're they're fairly uh, you know links is a good ranking factor and, and right. it's a factor that um, has you know has a you know a Probably lot has of, a strong correlation. Exactly. And, and, yeah. you know, and, and yeah, I mean, that's one thing. Um, and, and certainly Google has tested their algorithm without looking at links at all. And it, 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 they just could not, you know, make it work um, very well. So it just so happens that, you know, when, you know, somebody links, they will link with a, you know, in with the anchor text and the anchor text is that text that you click on, you, whether it's a URL or whether it's actually something like click here or, you know, or, or, you know, or go back or whatever, if, you know, uh, the, read the more line click here, you know, that is, um, that is the, the anchor text. And so that describes the link that we're going to see, you know, what we're going to see when we click on that. So that's what Google, you know, the search engines and Google uses. To, you know, with with anchor text, and we have vacation rentals links, and you know, everybody refers to that as a brand, and actually, you know, as a website and so forth. So that's why they're gonna, you know, one reason why they're gonna rank. And so the same thing with, um, you know, vacationrentals.com versus vacation.rentals or vacationrentals.net. You know, once you create a website and start to get links and start to get mentions and and you know, people start to click on the search results. Then, that's what people understand that they're going to find. You know, when they go to that domain. Interesting. So then, so then, Bill, in terms of you know, some of the, you gave a couple of examples there, and so obviously with the new extension. So in terms of of uh, of your portfolio, like what types of names, I guess, do you find yourself buying today? Like, you, you know, have, do you own any of the new extensions or are you more just kind of .com? Or... Sure, I've, you know, I have a lot of different, uh, you know, a lot of different 
a lot of different to you know to uh, dom, you know domains and different spaces and different you know some some that are uh, you know new in, you know new TLDs and now I'm not sure if we should call them new TLDs anymore. It's been what you know 2013, <laughs> 2014, almost you know five <laughs> years now, right? Going on six, seven years now that they're you know they knew and in fact there is you know um, there is a you know there is actually a um, dot new and correct um, that pretty pretty soon you know so google owns dot new so actually if you go to a uh, spreadsheet dot new or uh, it's interesting you, you know you go to spreadsheet dot new or docs dot new that's the, those will actually go to google docs or you know start it will start a new spreadsheet in google docs if you go to spreadsheet dot new or doc dot new pretty soon you're gonna if you're they're gonna open that up to anybody to uh to have a dot new um domain and um they're gonna be you know opening it up i'm not sure when they're gonna be doing that if they have haven't already but that's you know interesting uh you know for a new launch of a product or a new you know something new right and so but, and likely is the case i guess as we see more brands you know, like Google using the new extensions, then it'll probably become, I guess, common use or could be. Yes. I mean, if what, what I've happened, what I've, you know, what, and what I'm seeing now is that it, you know, that, that we're now at least five years into this. And, you know, when I drive around town, I do see, you know, car, you know, I do see uh, uh, different, businesses local businesses have a vehicle wrap with you know the domain name on it and and i do see you know good decent extensions being used um of the new extensions the new you know the new you know the newer tlds and which is good to see and people you know they they always typically will do some you know have their web address on there and it'll be you know www.whatever.keyword you know for their what you know if they are service business or you know solutions services you know plumbing you know whatever it is and you know i do i do you know those are fairly you know they're getting used more and more and People are accepting them uh, more in the general public. I see that more and more often um, that they are. And now you you've done, I guess, a few detailed development case studies. I guess that are now probably a couple of years old. I would imagine. Um, I think you did one on like dot cars, if I'm correct, and then uh, dot diamonds, and then I think there was a an attorney. I want to say it was in Jacksonville that yes. made a switch from I believe it was dot com or dot attorney. So. I mean like what did you find in those case studies yeah so overall um i think you know overall basically what i found was that you know there were, there were different um there were different case studies or research if you will uh you know, there were that had different goals in mind of figuring something out you know whether it was um whether it was something that where somebody uh, you know where somebody actually uh will do a search and you know we put one, you know one basically you know a dot com versus a you know uh 
dot diamonds and that was one of the one of the beginning or the one of the first research studies that i did basically wanted to see if the domain name mattered whether it was dot diamonds or whether it was uh you know dot com and what people clicked on and what people converted with um and so even then even though you know they were brand new and yeah that even back then it was 2014 2015 i did see you know good results from the dot diamonds and that people did you know convert really well and they you know and and they did they did click um and you know perform the action that you know whether it was downloading a pdf or you know going to search for a diamond um or or shop for a diamond online you know, the, there were some good positive results even back then. <clears throat> and those were, and then and basically guess, the other, did you, you, well, the other, the other studies were basically case studies where I had, you know, where I had actually, you know, went to the, you know, observed the process of somebody switching from a, you know, somebody switching a legitimate business from an, you know, or migrating from one particular domain name to another. Gotcha. So then in, in the case of uh, the diamonds now, I guess, obviously, there was some search uh, ranking that was in there. Now, did you use any, um, I guess, like paid ads? or Were there any testing done there? Yes, or? in that particular case, the, um, you know, the it's it's difficult to do testing, or it, it's pretty complex to do the to do you know seo testing um and i'm you know i'm working on some seo tests for uh you know for to be released in in you know next month hopefully um the results of those but basically the it, you have to kind of have yeah in that case you really would have two websites essentially that are the same and you have to look at uh you know what what the content of those be you know get indexed by the search engines and so forth the problem is that there are you know there are potentially duplicate content issues where if you actually take one web page and copy the same exact web page and put it on one domain versus another you know there there would be some conflict there wow. and so that's you know that's that it's difficult to test you know in that particular case um so you have to use basically some alternative methods to make the testing fair if you will um and narrow it down what i do like though is to you know is what that you can control you can control the environment of and pay-per-click with you know sem and where you can actually have the same ad copy the same exact key match keywords the same landing page you know the it, on two different domain names or a dozen different domain names send the same essentially the same traffic or the same you know people who'd search for the same keyword then click and so forth and you can see things like you know how many you know number of impressions you can see you know in google ads you can see the quality score you can see um, how many people can you know clicked and converted and and you know and you can also see the cost because the quality score will determine how much or is a what you know is a part of a factor of how much you're going to pay so you know it, ov overall um, the initial testing doing pay-per-click is so whenever we used 
a something other than a dot com uh, in the most cases where the you know in it was a a dot whatever dot um, dot diamonds or or dot cars or whatever it was those actually were cheaper than actually using a dot com um and hmm. You know, so in in case you know, some cases it was you know you'd pay eighty six cents or eighty something cents for a click if you bid a dollar. You know, on a dot com on the equivalent dot whatever dot diamonds, you'd only pay sixty eight cents. So if you were spend you know a thousand dollars on a budget, um, you can imagine if you're only spend you know if you we would act you know for the same traffic if you could spend 68 cents per click versus 86 cents per click you know it would be worth it to put a landing landing page on a you know a new tld because your money is going to go further and you're going to get more clicks potentially more convert you know potentially more conversions or at least more eyeballs on your on your ads because you're paying less um basically for the same you know, for the same keywords. That was the biggest difference is that the quality score eventually, you know, was was typically higher. Um, and so you would pay less. And like I said, if you if you do the numbers and and you you know once you have a major campaign, you know, a thousand, ten thousand, hundred thousand dollars, it can make a big difference, you know, pay, paying, you know, paying 20 cents less per click um, <laughs> right. overall. Right, definitely. And so then in terms of like the the dot attorney website, which is I kind of key in on that because it, it yep. you know, as I begin to think about like local uh, businesses and just the sheer number of businesses. So like, for instance, Austin, uh, I know just off the top of my head that there are 14 cities that are named Austin uh, within the U.S. And so when I start thinking about plumbing business or even attorney businesses, I'm like, there are only so many, you know, uh, geocentric uh, domains to go around, whether that's .com, whether that's a new extension, sure. but the the new extensions opened up that door. And so like, what were the findings of the dot attorney uh, case study? Well, in fact, in that particular case, you know, uh, that we had a, a uh, you know, a, a a base a, an attorney that was a personal injury attorney that um and and he had you know his it was his name.com um and there's law firm law firm name law firm name so it wasn't um you know there wasn't any keywords in his you know in his domain and he really had with this content he had a difficult time you know being on the first page for yeah, uh, for Jacksonville personal injury attorney, um, and you know personal attorney, personal injury attorney, uh, you know keywords, and and Jacksonville is one. Jacksonville, Florida, is one of the, you know, the biggest or most expensive markets for you know in the country for, uh, you know, for those for the you know for those keywords. Right. And. So anyway, so basically that what happened was, is he moved his website um, and, you know, from what, you know, from basically to, from his name, you know, his law firm name or his name to, you know, Jacksonville.attorney. And, you know, within a few weeks, he was on the first page um, for Jacksonville attorney. So this was, you know, well after the, you know, the EMD update. And, you know, so, 
everything was, you know, as, as far as the domain names are concerned, you know, and, and I've, I've been, I, I've talked to over and over again and, and made it even, you know, even public in public tweets, I've talked back and forth or tweeted back and forth with, you know, Google reps and they claim, yes, I mean, there is no, you know, every, the domain name really doesn't matter. Um, there's no, you know, there's no, necess not necessarily any preference there. Um, but like I said, what happened was with the Jacksonville attorney is that my belief is because of, you know, he created a brand with a new name and he got links and got mentions and, and, and so forth. And, you know, he began to be known as the Jacksonville attorney. And so that just overall just helped him rank for Jacksonville attorney and Jack, you know, in the other pages, Jacksonville, you know, personal injury attorney and, you know, other pages he had on his site. Um, and that just helped. And so whether it's, you know, it, it's, it's doesn't necessarily mean the, you know, that particular key, you know, that particular keyword happens to be a, a generic word, um, you know, or a generic phrase, but the same, the same being, if you look at, you know, my, my brand, you know, hartzer.com and my last name, and you look for hartzer, you look for hartzer, you know, you look for keywords with my name in it. You know, it's, it's not a generic word by, by any stretch of the mean, but, you know, but when you're looking for a keyword and, you know, and the website and all, and, and all the signals point to the fact that this is the place to go for that keyword, then if you put, you know, with, if you do combine the domain with the, you know, with, with, um, website content then you will you know, your unique website content you will rank and you know you will rank you know rank you know for that for that phrase <laughs> so then dangerous question time so which is more valuable is it the domain or is it the content you know it's a good question because you know because you know i think it's you the most value and and i'm going to go back and forth and so forth you know with with traditional you know domainers and so forth right. that you know in basically it's a combination it's the common you know i i believe that when when you have a keyword rich domain um and you add content to it you know, you are going to get traffic and rankings and people, you know, you are going to, yeah, and then you're going to get, you know, that residual traffic, even if you don't have the rankings, you're still, you know, from social media traffic or, you know, there's going to be some, tra you know, some value there. And that's adds to the, you know, the whole, the, the whole, the whole picture there. Uh, and, you know, it does get indexed by Google and so forth. And so there's more, once you have a, you know, if, if right currently, and this, you know, it wasn't the case before. It used to be that, that Google back, uh, back in the early 2000s, you know, even if you parked a domain, it would be, you know, it was indexed in the search, you know, it was indexed in Google if it was a, even if it was a parts domain and, you know, it could, 
rank it's you know if, if it was a website that maybe expired and they bought the you know and you bought bought the domain name and you parked it it still would rank for some keywords um i don't remember that you know there was a time basically that google stopped that and said okay if it's a part domain ha doesn't have any you know even though it might have a bunch of links um and it should rank um the content is not there so we're going to basically remove it from our index and so having you know having content on it uh, enough so that it is indexed and and crawled on a regular basis that adds value because you know a domain name owner or some or somebody who's going to buy even though you know if it's a great premium.com it's going even and they put some content on it if there has never ever been content on it or there if there's been the wrong content on it um it's going to take time and expense to and and to basically get that to rank or get to get it at least where where yeah, back in the search engine indexes and so forth I know a pretty, you know, fairly, yeah, there were, there was a domain auction a little while back, let's say a year ago, one of these, uh, you know, probably the last, you know, NamesCon auction, for example, I went through every single domain, you know, in that, you know, they were great domains. And I'm trying to remember the domain, it was, you know, probably a five character, really, really good domain that, you know, probably worth just the name itself worth at least 500000 to a million dollars. Well, it turns out that that particular domain was what we would call, where I call burned. Uh -oh. And even though it's a domain that's a 500,000 to a million, easily a million dollar domain, okay, and it ended up getting sold, but, you know, for a, a, a large amount. The problem is, is that it had, so, you know, hundreds of thousands of spam and, you know, uh, uh, you know, pills and, you know, Viagra type links pointing to that domain and th that were completely off topic um, to the to the subject matter of the domain. And so the amount of work involved in to get it to rank or to get it to you know not only just not necessarily rank for you know that one premium keyword but even to start to get that new content indexed in the search engines where you know where it would start to show up for four or five long you know word words the long tail keywords Mm -hmm. That wasn't even going to happen until you completely got that domain cleaned. And that's a big, you know, that that's, that's a big process. Uh, it's not, so, you know, it's not something that you can just reset, you know, just right. because you, you know, buy the domain, you know, there, I have seen some edge cases where, where somebody, uh, you know, where a company in particular bought a domain name at a GoDaddy like auction, they used to use the hyphenated version of their company name, but they bought the non-hyphenated version. And when they when they bought the domain and and moved everything, you know, migrated to the new domain, 
they ended up um, setting, you know, setting up everything in Google Search Console, which was, you know, Google Webmaster Tools. And immediately Google said, well, this is, uh, this is, this domain name is banned in our search engine. It has a penalty, a manual action penalty and um, for pure spam. And, and um, in that case, you know, I actually was, you know, helped them get rid of that penalty. And we had to explain and show that essentially that they had bought the domain name and, you know, they, they had bought a, you know, auction or whatever and the content, the new, you know, they had moved legitimately from the old hyphenated to the new one. And that was kind of an edge case there. There's been cases where that Google was not, you know, or is won't, you know, won't take away those penalties. And so you have to actually get stuff cleaned up. You, you know, how many, how much, how many hours of, of, of work would it take to, you know, notify hundreds of thousands of webmasters or, you know, site owners to remove a link, um, you know, that said Viagra pointing to your site that, you know, that, and all this spam and stuff, um, you know, you can do these disavow files and, and so forth. But when it comes down to it, uh, you know, link cleanups and, and get, you know, and, and cleaning up, you know, bad SEO or bad spam on a, on a domain name. Um, that's, that's take, you know, that's, that takes a lot of hours and a lot of work um, because I've done a lot of that work. Um, and that's one of the services that I traditionally have offered over the years is, is, you know, here's a domain that was a really good domain, but it's, it's got, it's been, you know, spam during it's got, you know, really bad history. And so we want to use it for a legitimate business now. And how can we get, you know, past these penalties and, you know, actually use it for a website. And so that's likely then a, uh, you, you know, you hit on an interesting point there in terms of for domain investors. If there's, it's almost one of those situations. If you see a name that's in auction and it's almost one of those too good to be true names, and you look and you go, oh, and it even has a backlink profile. Likely is the case. It's probably going to likely lean more towards, I guess, being banned or having some sort of penalty associated with it than not. Is that a correct assumption? Yeah, I mean, you know, there you have you know, you have you know there are people probably listening you know to the broadcast that don't you know or you know this podcast and saying hey you know they don't really care they don't even they don't even look ever and I, you know they don't even do any due diligence on a name they don't look at you know backlinks or they don't look at you know former content or you know it's a good name it's a good name you know come back to dictionary.com well. You know that that's great. I mean, if if um, and and sure, it's a great domain. But frankly, if if a business bought that domain and they wanted to, you know, they they wanted to start using it as a major dictionary site, uh, and and if that had never had a website on it, it had never had any content, or you know, that would be it would be it would be a process to get that indexed and get, you know, and get everything going. Um, or if it was a name that just had massive amount of spam pointing to it um, and, you know, spam links and, you know, from blog comments to, 
you know, worst case scenario, where is a domain that, uh, that, you know, somebody had, and it just literally, um, you know, they used it for, you know, they used it for, um, you know, massive spam efforts and email, you know, you know, sending email spam through it and, and also just having, you know, hundreds of thousands of pages that were just junk content um, to get all that cleaned up. It's, it's like I said, it's, it's, you know, it's going to be a massive effort. Interesting. And you mentioned the other part of that, uh, not only is it links, but email spam or being banned. Yes, exactly. So basically, yes. So there's, you know, so it's not just, you know, and, and what you can't, one thing that I do do, um, and that you, you know, there is, you know, a domain name is used obviously for a website, you know, and, 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 you know, HTTP traffic, but there's also, you know, there's also, there is also, um, email traffic. And I know that there are a couple email parking companies out there, but what I actually do is when I buy a, do a domain, I set a catch-all, you know, I initially set a catch-all um, email address. So anything at that domain.com, whatever it is, is I, I forward that over to a Gmail account, you know, because Gmail is pretty good about, you know, catching, uh, you know, catching uh, spam. So I kind of wanted in, you know, I want an indication of, you know, how much email is going through that domain um, and, you know, what type of, you know, what type of emails were, were you know, and, and that's just my, you know, kind of part of it is my curiosity to, you know, see what really the domain name was used for and, and so forth. Um, and, that's you know typical um i've had cases where you know i've had cases where i've bought domain names and uh you know that were expired and noticed that there were emails that you know were important for probably important for somebody so um you know i contacted the former owner and said hey you know it's and i've actually you know worked with them to you know they knew that they let the domain name expire but they still needed you know so certain you know certain uh emails so i've worked with them to either set up an you know an email account so that anything at that old email address would forward to them i'm not you know interested in in you know in in any you know personal email or anything like that so uh you know i do that you know whenever i notice things like that but kind of, you know, I want to, you know, I look at black email blacklists. I look at a lot of different, uh, you know, a lot of different scenarios, uh, you know, certainly as well as, you know, my part of my due diligence effort is, is a process even before I buy a domain uh, or even consider it is, you know, is, you know, looking at, you know, just a basic word search over at the, you know, at the uh, trademark um yeah uh, search which is a test on the um uspto us patent and trademark office uspto um search um i know that's not an extensive you know worldwide search but it kind of gives you an idea of whether it's you know what uh number one if there are you know it's interesting because if it's a domain that has you know that has you know 
if it's a there are words that uh, have a lot of a lot of trademarks, you know, in different industries. And so that can kind of indicate that even though it's not necessarily a trademark domain, but there may be a lot of people interested in that topic. So they have, you know, they've named their business certain, you know, including a word in that domain or, or something related. And so it's, um, you know, you can find possible, you know, future owners um, that way, uh, you know, but, it kind of also just depends on the name itself. Gotcha. Gotcha. So then kind of changing gears here. So in terms of threats towards domain names, obviously, whether you're uh, a domain investor or, you know, you consider yourself a domain developer, whether you're developing for lead generation sites or what have you, what do you perceive as, you know, looking forward into the future or even at current day, what are some of the biggest threats uh, to the future of domain names? That's a good question. So, you know, basically it's, it's, there's a, you know, a couple things. I mean, as you know, I, 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 I live in, in a fairly, uh, I live outside of Dallas, which is kind of a, a, I would say a more of a rural area and a community. And it's interesting because over the years, uh, I, I've, you know, that, that I've been here, you know, 20 plus years and, I've seen things change. It used to be that, you know, a local business, they would make a website, you know, they would, you know, they would make sure that, you know, somehow they would create a website and so forth and for their business. And what I'm finding is that they're not creating websites anymore. They're not really, you know, they're, they're going, even having their business um, for years and not even having a domain name. They don't even think it's necessary. And so, you know, that's a small business that, you know, they might have one, well, you know, obviously one location um, and, you know, they do, they do well. What they're doing though, is they're creating a Facebook page and they use Facebook and their Facebook page. And that's how they get their, you know, their, their customers and stay, you know, uh, you know, their dish, that's their digital marketing presence presence is their Facebook page. And they're posting their they're posting their Facebook page, and they're you know getting likes and shares and so forth with their current customers and and you know their friends and and every, you know people in their community. They're not even you know really paying attention to Google My Business, um, and you know which is a, a Google listing, Google local, you know Google local listing for your business. Um, you know they that's you know so they're they're primarily that is one area that um you know they're they're that a lot of at least small and medium-sized businesses they are more concerned about their facebook page and their facebook presence than buying a domain and and uh creating a website you know because you know might have to do prime some of it might have to do with cost but they don't realize you know that that um really That's literally risky. you could buy a domain name for you know for let's say ten dollars and per year and the website you know might cost you you know ten dollars a month or or something like that a minimal amount just to once it's up and running um for you know and and so you know so primarily there's there's that whole crowd of of the people who are not 
you know, who are, are business owners who aren't going out and buying and creating domain names and websites. Um, that's been the trend in the past couple of years that I've seen. Then the other area uh, is, is apps. And so once you get into, you know, maybe a small business may not, a smaller business may not um, in particular, you know, they may not go and create an app, but a larger business. And so, you know, so we have certain, you know, certain businesses that, that really are just known for their app. And, you know, if I'm going to go to Amazon to buy something, I, if I'm, on my laptop, I might go to Amazon.com, but if I'm on my phone, if I just need to buy something real quick or search something on Amazon, I just go to the app. And so I think that's, you know, that's going to be that's those are two threats potentially to you know domain ownership and and you know essentially the value of domains if if you know if either of those uh, you know become you know more as they become more and more popular. Um, same with the, if it gets easier at some point for a business, a local business to create an app, then why would, you know, and then, you know, then, and they can just go create an app for a cheap, a fairly cheap amount, you know, why spend time buying a domain name and, and a premium domain and, and so forth. I mean, so those are, those are two things that I'm watching is is the you know is is how apps are doing overall and how you know facebook is doing and so forth hmm i mean it seems that seems if i'm thinking like the local business that seems like i put all my eggs into one basket and so if my account gets revoked deactivated there goes my business exactly and so there is, that's one issue. So here's the, one of the problems is, is that I've actually worked with a business that they come to me because they, uh, they're, you know, they have website and so forth and domain name and, and, and all that. But when you, when they go to Facebook and they type, you know, they go to share a post on their page nobody can share those share the page because of because facebook has restricted you know sharing on their on the front of their facebook page and so the next would you know and and it mm. could be that uh you know we've kind of ended up figuring out why because they were because because of the the type of business um and there were certain posts that had words that that were you know kind of banned words in 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 facebook that you couldn't really post uh, about but um it was essentially a it's a, it's actually a business that is a um that sells uh they sell um different you know different different items but they were selling um in majority of their things that uh, that were popular um were metal detectors and because of certain posts um for some reason there was i think some posts that something about uh you know using a metal detector to find uh, you know uh uh bullet, you know bullet shells or spent bullet shells or something like uh, that that were 
you know, um, in in a ground or something of that effect. Um, and and because of that, posts, uh, you know, recruited guns and bullets and so forth. That that basically Facebook said, "Not you can't post." You know on facebook anymore and so there you know there's sometimes just issues and filters and and all that and then you know then obviously if there's reputational management issues if somebody you know starts to uh you know have a problem with with your post or something like that so you don't really have control you know for, certainly if you know as much as you do Certainly, when you have your uh, have your domain name, interesting. And so that and the same so thing is comes down to also you know the same thing comes down to uh, you know do you use is your primary email a Gmail account or do you have you know is it with your dot you know with your name with uh, your domain name? And so I saw so many people, and I saw you know I know so many. So many companies that uh, will have a will have a domain name and a website, and they're but they're using you know their Gmail right um, as their email. Now, in fact, yeah, and and you know they'll go you go to their website and their email on their on their website will be their Gmail. Well, a simple setup. I've actually you probably know, and a lot of people listeners know that. You can go on your web server and and set up a forwarder. So any you know sales at yourdomain.com will be forwarded to your Gmail account where you can get it and you respond to it by Gmail. So you don't even have to have you know those setups. So it is uh, you know so uh, so, so the, yeah so definitely uh, definitely you know there is there is definitely a use for domains and there will be obviously you know continue um, and I always you know when 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 I when I, I every every semester I go to a local, our local college and talk to talk to college students about their you know about domain names and about websites and you know SEO and digital marketing and one of the first things I you know, try and and convey to them specifically is go get your name.com and and own your you know you own your online presence and and you know create a website make sure you rank for your domain name for your name and that will help you know your personal brand going forward interesting and so in terms of the uh those threads so obviously you said facebook you said there are apps. Facebook but, primarily, Facebook and apps. You know, right. those are two areas that, um, you know, that I'm that I'm looking at at this point. So then, what about so what about the uh, so what about voice search? Is that something that's going to impact domains or something that you go ah that's really not a not a factor? You know, it's, it's a good question. You can't really. I think we're still very in the preliminary stages of it. Um, and you can't necessarily optimize for voice search. Um, you can, you know, there there are some things. You know, you can create a an, a, an Alexa skill um, if you do have a brand and, and a website and so forth. And you can create a, you know, you can you know, create a skill, um, and that you know, and then that that 
then obviously people have to install that um, or, you know, essentially, you know, and, and, and add it as a skill to their, you know, to their Alexa device. Um, what I'm finding, you know, there, there is, there is uh, in schema, in the schema code markup, there is uh, a speakable schema format. And so you can, you know, you can on your website, you can indicate that um, and put that code on your website. But primarily right now, and, you know, right now we are, when it comes down to, you know, the, the different assistants that we have or voice search, um, you know, yeah, we're basically at the point where the majority of the websites that are the trusted websites uh, being weak, you know, the Wikipedia type of websites, um, the ones that have you know, knowledge panels and not, you know, that are not part of the knowledge graph. That in particular, those are the ones, the websites that are going to, you know, provide the information. Um, when you, you are using voice, you know, specifically like, you know, Siri, for example, um, you know, uh, on your iPhone, if they don't have the information or she doesn't have the information um, that she can, you know, share, then she obviously will point you, you know, here is what I found on the web for that. And, you know, so I, so the majority of things that I have asked here or there, you know, you, there are there are there are a lot of things that that just the voice assistants don't know yet. And I, you know, and I think that's what we're gonna see in in the future very, very fairly quickly in the next couple of years is that those you know, the voice search is going to become more, uh, they're going to have more data. Um, but right now, it's it's still, you know, the only ones that are really benefiting, benefiting from it as far as potential traffic or brand mentions, you know, in voice search results, with, you know, when it comes to domains are, you know, the Wikipedias and the, and, 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 and the more trusted sites. Uh, I have not seen specifically where adding a, you know, the voice schema code to your site is not really a benefit. Uh, for example, I have it on my site, but when I go do the voice search, you know, and I ask, uh, you know, one of these voice assistants, for example, you know, who, you know, who was Bill Hartzer? They, you know, they, they, you know, if it's on a device where, you know, like a, a speaker, then they, they, they don't, well, they won't know, even, if, even though I'm providing that code and we're supposed to provide that code, uh, you know, a speakable markup, it, it's not there yet. We're not there yet. Uh, so too early, too early to tell. But as that, yes, but it is a bet, you know, I do, uh, you know, I do encourage, you know, marking up your site um, with schema, marking it up with, you know, the speakable, you know, speakable schema code um, and, and taking advantage of, you know, uh, of that, you know, basically taking advantage of, you know, that, co you know, schema code and different markup code that is, that is for that. Um, because, you know, for example, you know, Google's rolled out FAQ page schema, and that is, you know, um, you know, that is a, a lot of websites 
don't have that. And so in a case where you, you've put that code on your site, it's a big, you know, big advantage right now. So anything that um, is, you know, an official, you know, code like, like speakable schema, you, you, you know, you, I will look into it. And if it's not going to take you a lot of time, you know, then sure, I, if I would implement it um, because, you know, it is a standard and they could turn it on next week or, you know, in a year or two. Uh, if you already have it, then, then great. You're already set. Yeah, that's it. That's interesting when I start thinking, because I know that there are domain developers out there and it's like, great, add that to, um, add the schemas to your sites uh, for both the, the voice search as well as uh, just schema in general, then um, it, 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 but it, my mind wonders in terms of domain investors, oftentimes, you know, they're, they're putting up uh, sites with landers and sometimes they're, they're their own custom landers. And so it's like, okay, well, with the, the landing pages, they could obviously do the content, but they could do some of these things that you just discussed in terms of adding schema uh, for that given domain name in the event that a voice search occurs in the future and uh, likely. Uh, sure, there is a model out there that uh, with domains that, you know, that I have spoken to a few uh, people with uh, specifically at this, you know, this business model is you buy a day, you buy especially a geo domain, or you maybe have a bunch of geo related domains. You know, it would make sense to, you know, especially geo names where, frankly, I, I've I've seen in the past ten years, I have seen geo domains, you know, like a, you know, like a city name lawncare.com or city name cleaning.com or city name attorney.com i've seen the values of those change there was a big demand at one point for those and you know local uh, businesses were really snatching those up and wanting those and i've seen that kind of change over the years but there's a you know so if you are sitting on a bunch of geo domains you know if you wanted to sell them there is a really good opportunity to actually just go ahead and develop them to a certain extent, you know, not necessarily make it, uh, you know, put hundreds of pages or anything, but a, you know, a good five or 10 page site um, and, and getting it to rank with the schema code, with the, you know, wh yeah, whatever, you know, with, uh, you know, good title tags and, you know, decent content. Uh, maybe a few links, uh, taking some time, you could actually, you know, there is a market for, you know, for, you know, a business that is a Dallas attorney to, you know, if they could then turn key, just literally buy that domain and it already ranks, they could just make some changes to the current site, put their own branding, you know, on the current site. You know that's that's a benefit to them, and and they will, you know, they'll pay for that. Uh, whereas a domain that is just a, you know, the domain that you cannot, you know, you have may, you cannot sell uh, right now, you know, that that is definitely an option. Is 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 to do some basic, um, you know, rankings. I have a domain like that 
that um, is a good keyword rich domain and I have added, I paid somebody $30 to write yeah, uh, uh, five or 10 different uh, sm sm very small articles. They were actually uh, kind of more descriptions or, you know, a paragraph basically and uh, about, you know, about something and that about that, you know, related to that topic. And it, it for, you know, for several years now is ranked on the, t on the first page for that, you know, for that keyword and I, it does get some traffic. Um, and so there is something to be said about doing some basic domain development um, that really is not going to cost you a lot, um, given if it's a, you know, 20 or $30,000 domain or $10,000 domain and you're going to put $100 into content, I mean, and get it to rank well and, and, and to be, you know, get more, more traffic and, and potentially some more clicks on it making it more valuable later on, you know, that's definitely a benefit. Right. Right. And that's something that it, it's, it's kind of one of those things of, I, I think oftentimes domain investors, uh, that those that strictly domain invest, they, they kind of think, man, I don't necessarily have the skills, you know, to go and set up a WordPress site. But that being said, most, uh, most hosting providers now provide like one click installations and, and managed WordPress sure. that, uh, yeah, the next, you know, the next question is, okay, how do we scale that? Okay, so we need five or 10, let's say 10 pages on a site that's unique content, and the, you know, adding some of the schema and so forth. And, you know, maybe we, if it's a geo name, we maybe get a Google My Business listing for it, and so forth, you know, how you sure you could do, you know, you could do a few, you know, three or four of those in a day, but how would you, you know, the big question is, how do you scale that to a hundred domains, a thousand domains, 10,000 domains, you know, owning 10,000 geo domains, you know, how do you actually develop and, 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 you know, that um, where there's some value, additional value. Right. Now that makes, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. And so in terms there of- There are certainly are ways to do that. I mean, there are certainly ways, you know, certainly, um, what, you know, there's, you know, take a thousand geo domains and, and uh, sure, there are ways to, you know, you know, to- Like multi-site and- Yes. I mean, there are, you know, there are some ways um, to get those, you know, the, it will take some work and some investment, but I do believe that it's, you know, especially in the geo names in, in that space. Um, I think at this point, that's going to be, you know, that's going to allow you to um, flip or, or sell that domain um, fairly quickly versus just having a name that is just a, uh, you know, that is just specifically just the name itself. Right. And frankly, I, you know, I have gone through, I, you know, I did work with um, a domain owner that, um, and as, and worked with them and the, these names were, you know, there was over a thousand names and they were all geo in the same niche and uh, different cities across the U.S. And think, you know, uh, you know, 
uh, city name plus keyword.com. You know, 10 years ago, they were really highly sought after. Unfortunately, you know, in, in the past year or two, they're not as much, um, especially when it comes down to those the actual you know the actual small business owner um and so and and it was i worked with that particular you know owner as a bro you know as as i stepped into kind of a broker role to help them sell those and literally did the outreach and you know of a thousand name a thousand names we just were not able to you know th there was just not the interest there um, and that's that's basically taking, for example, let's say Dallas attorney, and you know, a, a across you know, let's say across a thousand different cities, and and contacting every single attorney in da you know in Dallas that um, ranked for Dallas, you know, that keyword Dallas attorney in the top 30 results. So, you know, let's say, you know, 30 contacts, you know, um, they, you know, you know direct contacts um, and, you know, by email and by phone, they just were not interested. And it's interesting because like I said, that's, that has changed, uh, you know, 10 years ago, they really want they would want those um and and that's that's in you know one thing that i have i have have seen change in the past couple of years with these geo specific names that's interesting that is that is really interesting because um like i said it, it you would think that you know you would find you would especially like a city like dallas because i know that there's dallas texas there's Dallas, Pennsylvania, um, and there's likely other cities. Well, this was so. Yeah, this effort was not just one city. This this effort so was. Multiple. I, I had a, a staff working on on this, um, doing the outreach and wow. um, full time, and and so and not one. And of the you know of let's say you know. I would say fifty thousand emails and 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 you know and calls, uh, you know, out at outreach. Um, they were less, you know, with a thousand names. There were less than fifty names that sold, and and you know where the domain owner uh, wanted, you know, was looking at a minimum of a thousand dollars plus for each name we could only get uh, two, 300 per name. So it is drastically changed. Wow. There is not the market. Uh, and it could be just this particular, that particular niche. Mm -hmm. It wasn't legal or, or attorneys. Um, it was, you know, more of a think like a home service, you know, uh, you know, homeowner service type of business right. that, uh, that, you know, that, and, and granted, it's interesting because that service, um, every, you know, every sale um, that, you know, the provider providing that service, they make 700 to a thousand dollars, you know, for, for just three or four hours work. So, uh, and you know they're not you know i mean so it's not a low profit or i mean a low margin no 
it's not it's not it's not certainly an attorney but it's not something that's just a you know uh, you know yeah, like a nail salon yeah yeah it's not a locksmith or or something that's you know 100 or 200 dollars it's, right. it's and and so we where we could not even sell them there was just not the interest uh, um, they were a couple like I said, there were a couple markets that were odd markets that that were not necessarily uh, you know big cities. They were smaller cities where there was a little bit more competition, and you know those domains did ultimately sell, but not for nearly what they should be should have you know sold for. So that gave me an indication of basically the market for those you know geo names have just has dropped out. Um, has bottomed out and and that goes back to the fact that that same owner you know having a facebook page and having a free google my business listing they get all the business they need and so they felt like they don't necessarily they may have a website but they don't need the you know city name keyword.com because you know they don't uh you know that's what you know like i said before i think before facebook came around with facebook pages they really wanted those and i think you know my personal opinion is is that uh you know google my business and facebook pages have really cut into that market a lot and uh you know especially you know the market for those geo keyword you know keyword uh city name keyword.com domains now that and it, and it I mean it, and it makes sense, like I said, because of the user experience, the ease of use. But like I said, it, at least when I look at it, I go, man, that's a risky, that's uh, a risky undertaking that you could lose access at any given moment, um, and that you don't yes. really own your customer data. Yes, exactly. Um, and so yeah, so that's just it's scary in and of itself. Uh, so then, as we wrap up, I mean. You know, so if if folks obviously they've heard your breadth of experience, so if they wanted to contact you, how might they do so? Sure, I mean, obviously you can do a search for Bill Hartzer or uh, and and any you know on online and find. Uh, I have Hartzer dot com h a r t z e r dot com, and um, I have a pop, fairly popular blog at BillHartzer dot com. Um, where I'm, you know, writing uh, about, uh, uh, you know, SEO domains, tech and marketing, social media and so forth um, on there. Now, will you be attending uh, NamesCon, which is held here in Austin in my backyard, January 2020? Yes, in fact, um, I am speaking um, at uh, NamesCon this year. Um, I'm going to be pre presenting more data and more research about that I'm doing and updated research about the new GTLDs, um, you know, um, and doing some, you know, SEO testing and, and some other interesting testing with, um, you know, .com, .net, .org, you know, .icu, .bond, you know, uh, uh, .club and, and, you know, all the, all the main, I'm focusing primarily on the main, uh, more popular TLDs. And in this case, uh, it just makes sense that based on the number of, the sure number of registrations, that's what I'm looking at. 
So, you know, dot I right just now, dot ICU, dot top, dot club. Those are the primary, you know, the prime, you know, as far as number of domain registration, domain registrations and dot XYZ uh, and then dot com, dot net, dot org and so forth. I'm looking at those. And so looking at basically using key, you know, the same keyword and seeing which one of those ranks, um, which one, you know, which one ranks above, you know, more quickly, which one, which one has pages that get indexed more quickly. Uh, and, you know, just based on, uh, you know, some basic SEO factors. And so, that's one of the tests that I'm looking at as far as, and then other domain research I'll be doing um, as far as, you know, uh, current domains that are registered and websites that are registered different popular TLDs. Awesome. Awesome. Well, so there you hear it. I mean, if you haven't purchased your names con 2020 ticket, uh, definitely purchase it. And like you said, I mean, you're, he gave you a synopsis of what he's going to be going over um, and, and sharing uh, in great detail. So, you know, you certainly want to get your, your ticket. So Bill, I look forward uh, to seeing you in a, yeah, in definitely. a month or so. So, well, with that, we're out of time. So, Bill, thank you again for joining us today and sharing your uh, search marketing as well as your domain investing and development experience. Thanks, Alvin. Yeah, and thank you, listeners, for tuning in to Kickstart Commerce, where we share search marketing and domain name strategies to help grow your business. And so if you please subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Podbean. Last but not least, please visit kickstartcommerce.com to subscribe to the weekly newsletter sharing tips and tricks about the disciplines of digital strategy. Thanks, and that's all for now.